phenomenal speaker that's about to join us. But before we introduce him, I want to remind you that as a church, we have a focused desire to care for kids at risk. There's a number of ways that we do that. You might engage the foster care system through our partner Child Share. You might choose to mentor elementary kids through our partner Kids Hope USA. You might choose to sponsor a child in Egypt through our partner there in the Healing Grace Ministry. Well, however you engage, I pray that you do engage. And in fact, as you listen to this phenomenal message today of this little church in Texas that had a huge impact, Baylor, every single one of you in me has to ask the question today, now, what can I do in response to this? So before Bishop W.C. Martin comes up and before you give him a warm Baylor welcome, take a look at this video to understand what God is doing through him and his amazing church. Good morning. You heard us right. Possum Trot. That's the name of the town. And it might make you chuckle for a second, but once you hear its story, you will never forget this small town because what Possum Trot lacks in size, it more than makes up for in heart. Possum Trot, Texas. A town so tiny there are no stoplights or street names. A town so poor, the food bank has been closed for months. You might even think this town in the piney woods of East Texas has nothing left to give, but you would be wrong. How many children have been adopted through the church? 76. 16 years ago at Bennett Chapel Baptist Church, this congregation was down on its luck. They decided to make a change. Instead of asking for help, they decided to give it. Your failure don't have to be your destiny because you can change it. And for Bishop W.C. Martin and his wife Donna, that change was recognizing there were those far worse off, and in many cases, they were children. It's not a whole lot that we have to offer children right here in Possum Tribe, but love, peace, and joy, and happiness, we can offer them that. So they passed on a challenge to their congregation, asking everyone who could to provide a loving home for children in need. I would imagine the blessing has not been without struggle. The challenge with the kids is not the really, really trust in the love that you have to give them unconditionally. Many of these children are victims of neglect and abuse. Yes, some of them was beaten and um, molested by family members. Just most horrible things. Josh, how was your day? The Martins have adopted four children themselves and are just one of 25 families in Possum Trot who have adopted foster children. <laughs> Ricky and Dorothy Cartwright have expanded their family with five children who they clearly dote on. Go ahead, go ahead. The love is evident and so are the challenges. Ricky took two extra jobs so Dorothy could stay home with the kids and some of the children still struggle with their past. My other mom hated me. That's why she gave us away. And every day I think about that. Why did she give me away? A change is coming. Change is coming. For many of these children, the past will always be a part of them, but they prefer to look to the future. For the Lathan family, the future is a little more uncertain. Teresa Lathan and her husband Glenn have taken in 11 children over the years. But two years ago, Teresa fell sick with lupus. It almost seems like it went from you taking care of all of these kids to now. They taking care of me. Her children echo the love they have for her. Ain't no telling where we'd be if it wasn't for her. So weak now, Teresa speaks in a whisper 
until she wants to make sure she is heard. When you look back on it, do you, do you have any regrets? No, I don't. Regret is not something you find a lot of in Possum Trot, but there are a lot of bills. Our financial struggles, they're devastating. But you can't bring these kids into your home and not prepare them for their future. Would you help me in giving a warm Beller welcome to Bishop Martin? Would you come and join us? God bless you. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Mom. Good morning. We truly thank God our Father who have made it possible for us to come and share a word today concerning one of the most the most precious gift that we have and that is our children. I want you all to give those young people another hand. And I, I commend your effort for working with our precious gifts today. I want to share a word concerning what this is all about from the perspective of a little church and a little place called Possum Trot. From the book of Ephesians, first chapter, you will find these words according to, according to as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world that would be holy without blame before him, having predestinated us unto adoption of children by Jesus Christ himself according to his good pleasures and his good will. There are demonic strongholds that's hanging over our city, our towns, our family. Satan has come to infiltrate and to destroy the lives of precious, innocent little children. And because of what the enemy is doing, Someone has to stand up and be a voice for children. They are our precious little gifts that God has given us. And we as parents and churches and school, God has called us to protect, to nurture, and to give them the best life we possibly can. But today, in this world, in this town, in this city, in this county, there is a massive cry of children that don't have no way out unless you and I make a difference in their life. They're hurting and they're hurting bad. Meanwhile, politicians 
and our government agents cannot do and solve this problem. A few years ago, we got involved in foster care, not understanding all of the dynamics of what it was all about to foster a child. We, we, my wife's mother, and the reason why we got into this, because my wife's mother died. And because of her mother's death, she said, Lord, if you're not going to take this burden off of me, just let me die. I don't want to live in this world. God said, give back. Give back to a child that does not understand and does not know what family environment is all about. So we got, we called the CPS department. They was getting ready to do a class. And because of their class, we, we could not, they weren't doing a class in our area. So my wife and I had to drive 160 miles round trip in order to take 12 weeks in Texas, what they call pride classes. We got involved in adoption and fostering. And as a result of it, as getting two little children, a boy named Tyler and a little girl named Mercedes, whom have been in nine homes in one year. I know that many of us cannot even perceive this in our own mind. That how can a five-year-old and a three-year-old be bounced around like a rubber ball? But right there in Possum Trot, on the other side of Coonville, we got involved. And, and, and when, when we got involved, we was able to get the church itself to rally around what we was doing. I looked in the Bible and found out that we had, God has brought us out of darkness into the marvelous light. Then it was through his son Jesus that we came to understand what freedom and what true love is all about. Because I believe this, the only way we can understand what true love is all about is that we got to be signed up and we have to be a part of what Jesus done because that's what real love is all about. He demonstrated to us by hanging on a hill called Calvary and died for the sins of this world. So he told us to do likewise. So now here we are. So when I found out what was really going on, I went to the church and I started preaching about foster and adopt. And as a result of it, we had 23 families to adopt 77 children from the state. Was it easy? No, it was not easy. But we was able to overcome this thing that we call foster and adopt. And the amazing thing about it is that many of the children doesn't even understand and didn't know what everything was all going on. How can you expect a child to know what love is all about when no one never told them 
how to love, family environment. These are the children that we have in our system today. They've been abused, they've been hurt, they've been left alone, and no one has done anything about it. And here we are, have a half a million children in a system that is hurting and hurting bad. There's no sense in going to the, to the government because they can't solve the problem. Only the church got the power to turn a child around. Y'all can say amen right there. <laughs> what I love about this is that the only way you and I was able to get back to God was through the same process that the children has to get back in the families. There are over a half a million children in the system that need a home. And you do the math for yourself. How many churches here in LA County, how many churches in Orange County that can make a difference in the life of a child? We have thousands upon thousands upon thousands that can make a difference. Possum Trot ought to be right here. Mm, mm, I felt that one. <laughs> Possum Trot need to be right here. And see, it doesn't matter how old you are or how young you are because we had grandparents who adopted not one, not two, but four children. That young lady that you saw there, that woman adapted that. She fostered 11 children in her home. And she stayed in a trailer house. And you asked the question, how on earth was she able to accomplish this? But the Bible said, I can do all things. I got to go home to you now. <laughs> I can do all things through Christ Jesus that's strengthening me. And the thing of it is, you know, I didn't understand a lot of things that was going on with the children. I did not understand. But through the power of God, he showed me. He opened up some things. And God showed me some things about the children that I didn't know. Even showed me how I was able to overcome all of the problems and all of the debris and all of the baggage that they bring with them. And my brothers and sisters, I need to tell you that they bring some baggage with them. But let me tell you something. We all have been there, done that, and got a t-shirt to prove it. <laughs> we all understand. Because once upon a time, we were children. I said like that. So we've done little mischievous things, done little things. We've done stuff too. Because I know I ain't been holy all my days. <laughs> Help me today, Holy Ghost. I know I had some issues, but I thank God that he looked beyond my faults and he saw my needs. So I'm grateful to my Lord for what he's done in my life and showed me and pointed me out that I can overcome all things because greater is he that's in us than he that is in the world. So the enemy cannot control your life and my life. So this morning, I'm here to challenge you. Let's turn it around, church, saints. Let's turn this thing around with the children in the system.
You and I both got power over everything on this earth. Y'all help me this morning. Come on, somebody. Y'all help me this morning. Because I feel something in here. Because one thing I do know, if God is for you, who can be against you? One thing I do know, that where we are today, God got your back. So you don't have to worry about, am I going to be victorious? You already victorious. Because God got your back. And I love it, I love it, I love it. See, Lord, have mercy, Jesus. I love challenges. I love challenges, you all. I just love challenge. I, I love it because I like to let the enemy think he got the upper hand on me. <laughs> Come on, somebody. But I'm like Jesus this morning. Go ahead on and tear this building down in three days. I'm going to bring it back up. So whatever the enemy want to do, I'm going to rise again. There is nothing on this earth that you and I cannot overcome through the power of the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. Somebody ought to be shouting on that one right now. But since you can't shout, let me do it for you. There's nothing that we can't accomplish. These babies need your help. They need your strength. They need your protection. They need your guidance. You saw the little girl that said, I don't know why my mama gave me up. And she said, every day, I think about that. Why did my mama give me up? Have you ever thought about how that feel to that little girl that don't have the mind that you and I have? Have you ever thought about how that hurt that child? And have you ever thought about how it damaged that individual? So what can you expect out of her when she knows the very person that brought her in this world gave her up? And she didn't ask to come here. Have you ever thought about that? Have you all ever thought how hard it is on a half a million children that need a home and to understand what a difficult task they have? See, you're talking about the difficult task, but think about them. They hurt every day of their life. They hurt and they hurt bad. And these are not adults, these are children, little babies. And this is why the challenge is on all of us today. This is why God expecting us as individuals and as people of God to turn this system around. It's swelling up, it's getting greater, it's getting more. They are coming in from the north side, east and west. And you ask the question, what is the church that God ordained is doing about the problem? After all, the church is the one that's supposed to take the leading role because the church has been ordained by God. 
and the church has been empowered by God. So since the church has been ordained and empowered by God, then we ought to be the first one to knock on the door. Help me, Holy Ghost. I feel something in here now. Because if you don't do it, who else going to do it? We can't expect the drug dealers to do it because of half of their children in there because of what they've done. We can't expect anything out of the world. But the church can make a difference. Not tomorrow, but right now. You can do something about this problem to help these little babies that no one never said, I love you. Or you got a mother and a father now. Or you got a home now. They know what that is. They don't have a clue as what's going on. My brothers and sisters, I challenge every last one of you in here today. Let's take this by force. Let's overcome everything about the children. Let's make a difference in their lives. Everybody in here may not can do it, may not can foster, but every one of us can do something to change the life of a child. They said, well, I got children. I had them too. I had, a, I had a, a boy and a girl. And let me tell y'all the other end of that. My son, my biological son, my wife stayed in labor for 18 and a half hours. And the doctor didn't know that she couldn't have a child normal birth. When my son came here, he came here with severe brain damage. And my brother even challenged me one day, said, why are you taking all these little bad children when you got a major problem already in your house? But when God auctioned your spirit to do something, you can't help but to do it. Oh yeah, my story is real. Because there's nothing that I told you this morning that we haven't done, or been through, or trying to overcome right now. My son right now, and you know all men want their son to have a, you know, sign out. But my, I, I, the Lord gave me two other sons, the ones that I brought in my home. He made up for what happened to my, my, other, my first boy. But that's okay. I, I mean, I, I'm good with that. But what I'm saying to you today, you and I can make a difference. And I ask today that you will, when, you, when this service is over, you can meet right outside. There's a group of young ladies out there, child share. You can meet with them and they can help you with the process. You see, we didn't have no help. That's why I thank God for child share, can make, the, can make this transition smooth. We had to go by trial and error for what we only knew. And I'm telling you, they will stand with you, they will help you walk through the whole process. They will give you and show you what you can do, and they will tell you how to get it done. And they will be the one to wrap around you. When, I, when we did it, it was on the church, told us, and we stayed with the church, and the church was the wraparound support. So it's much easier now. It's much easier now. So I encourage you today, stop out there, sign up, and tell, and say, Lord, you can count on me. You can count on me, Lord God. I, I will do something in this process. You can count on me. Now, how many of us in here right now, you said, Lord, I've been challenged and I'm ready. You can count on me. Just raise your hand. Just raise your hand. If you know that you can make a difference in the life of a child, just wave your hand. 
praise the Lord. See, we, we, this is what I call a movement here. This is what I call some shaking of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> when you see God moving like this, and y'all believe me, I'm being real nice today. I am. I'm being real nice today. Because if I was in parts, I'm trying to be in a chapel, I'd be running all over that church. I'm telling you, I'm being really nice. I promise you I am. But if I ever get a chance where I really can explode like I want you, you're going to see one little crazy black preacher running all over this place. I'm, I'm, I'm winding up. But I encourage you all today to come on, let's get involved. Let's say enough is enough. And let us change the situation that's going on here in this county. Every one of us can be a part of it. Would you just rest on your feet? Everybody would just stand on your feet. Father God, we, we stand today together on one accord. That we want to change the entire dynamics of what our children is facing. Lord, I pray you would just pour out your anointing upon every heart in this church. Direct our minds and heart to help us to understand that this is your will and it must be carried out. I thank you for the opportunity, Lord, for share with this body of baptized believers and knowing, Lord God, that you have sent us and you have called us to purpose to help those that can't help themselves. We thank you for this golden opportunity that you have given all of us, Lord, to be able to touch the life of a child, especially the one that we didn't bring in this world. We thank you, Lord. We bless you. Strengthen this house and keep this house and protect them, Lord. As we make a decision right now to do what you call us to do, we bless you, we praise you, we glorify you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and thank God. Amen.